the secret that I've discovered is that in doing this inner work and really getting clear on who you are and aligning with the essence within yourself, aligning with what feels right to you, living your life for you based on your standards and then going for it when it's aligned in that way, you achieve so much more with so much more ease and it feels amazing. Hi, I'm Michelle Rios, host of the Live Your Extraordinary Life podcast. This podcast is built on the premise that life is meant to be joyful, but far too often we settle for less. So if you've ever thought that something is missing from your life, that you were meant for more, or you simply want to experience more joy in the everyday, then this podcast is for you. Each week, I'll bring you captivating personal stories, transformative life lessons, and juicy conversations on living life to the fullest with the hope to inspire you to create a life you love on your terms with authenticity, purpose, and connection. Together, we'll explore what it means to live an extraordinary life, the things that hold us back, and the steps we all can take to start living our best lives. So come along for the journey. It's never too late to get started, and the world needs your light. In this episode of the Live Your Extraordinary Life podcast, we'll hear one woman's unexpected healing journey from burnout and depression to discovering her true passion and living her most extraordinary life. The protagonist in today's story is none other than Dr. Lisa Young, family physician and medical director turned integrative coach and stress specialist. As you'll hear from our conversation, Lisa's story is one of bravery, courage, and hope. Today, her mission is to heal the world of chronic stress, depression, and burnout so that everyone can be their best selves, live their best lives, and have an even greater impact on the world. Enjoy this episode. Hello, Dr. Lisa Young. How are you today? I am great. I'm super excited for this. Thank you for having me. I am too. Before we delve in, Happy New Year. Ah, thank you so much. Yes. We thought it was fortuitous that we would get together on Chinese New Year. And this is a special year. Year of the Rabbit, right? Year of Hope. Year of the Rabbit, Year of Hope, and even more than the Western calendar New Year, right? I celebrate both living in America. The Chinese New Year has so much symbolism behind it in terms of new beginnings and hope, as well as bringing in the good from the previous year and starting with a fresh start. And so I'm super excited that we're recording on this particular day. So am I. I would love to start off the way I do all my shows and pose the question, what does it mean to live your extraordinary life? Mm. It's so interesting Because an old version of me, a former version of me, probably would have thought extraordinary, well, it's made up of extraordinary. So out of the ordinary, even superseding ordinary. And a previous version of me probably would have thought of people who achieve things that seem almost impossible, like Oprah or the Dalai Lama or Mother Teresa. And people who are super successful on a level well beyond what I 
whatever dream possible for myself. And with my journey, now I feel like living an extraordinary life really means about living in a life that is aligned with who you truly are and the desires and the dreams that you have within you, following your intuition, following your inner wisdom, and then living your life unapologetically and freely following that. I believe that is extraordinary because we're not taught to do that. And not only that, so few of us actually follow through and live an extraordinary life based on our own standards, based on what feels most right, most aligned, most invigorating to our essence of who we are. So to me, that's what I feel is living my extraordinary life, and I'm practicing it every day now. I want to delve into your story because it's a fascinating one. You have already done so much in your life, and you are now on this fantastic journey to do even more. The first part of my life, I was living a life checking off all the boxes of what I should do to be a good daughter, to be a good person based on my family's cultural societal standards. I was the first born in the U.S. My parents are Chinese immigrants, and I learned from a very early age, work very hard, push harder, because really we were in survival mode at the time. They were trying to make ends meet, you know, working in the restaurant business. And I learned it's important to push and achieve and that Success is what you're striving for in life. And success means a certain number of things of getting a great job, then getting married and having children and all these criteria that you check the boxes off of. And then supposedly you're happy (laughs) and that's what you do in life. And so I grew up basically studying very hard, helping out, working at my parents' restaurant. Fast forward, I was the first to go to college, got accepted early into medical school then went to residency, became a family physician and a primary care doctor, and then very quickly became a medical director on the front lines of the pandemic in the Bronx. And in so many ways, looking on the outside, people would say, oh my God, she has it all. It's, you know, she's achieving all this success. She must be super happy and fulfilled. And the thing is that along the journey, when I was in residency, something happened that I never could have anticipated that wasn't part of the plan, right? And how often does that happen in life? Where I'm doing, I'm pushing, I'm checking off the boxes, living the life as I should, doing what's quote-unquote right so that I'm a good girl or so that I am successful, what I'm told by other people's standards. And I was hit with a series of totally unexpected life circumstances, including being diagnosed with an incredibly rare medical condition that had no known cure in the medical world. And so suddenly, I was a doctor who suddenly became a patient and so excited to help other people And yet I had to figure out what to do to take care of myself. And back then, I didn't really know any better. 
So I just kept pushing and stretching myself thinner, not taking any time off. I thought, well, I'll just stretch. I'll just see what I can squeeze into the minutes that I have, cut back on sleep, skip my lunch so that I could try to do it all, go to my appointments and be a patient myself while still studying and practicing and training to be a doctor. And so, as you can imagine, I pushed myself harder and harder because at first I could handle it. And I've handled it for so long, right? I wonder if anybody can relate to that, right? Squeezing everything you can out of every minute. And I just was grinding so hard for so long, prioritizing everything and everyone else first for so long that I became totally depleted and found myself one day so depressed and so burned out that I physically couldn't get out of bed. Mm. So that was a big turning point for me, that not being able to get out of bed. Never in a million years did I think that I would end up so depleted, so depressed, and so burned out. And I wasn't just physically burned out. It's on all levels, mental, physical, and emotional. Never in a million years did I think that I someone who also had a degree in psychology and supposed to be taking care of other patients and super successful. Never in a million years did I think I would be in that position. And I lay there feeling like such a failure and thinking, how could this be my life? At that time, it was so incredibly hard. I felt totally helpless and hopeless and close to giving up. And thankfully, that's what woke me up to realize something has got to change. The way that I've been living my life, my beliefs, my mindset, the values, what I've been taught from my family and culture and society about pushing and grinding and achieving, something is wrong here if this is where it's left me. And so, thankfully... I had a moment of realizing, no, I got to figure out, I got to figure this out. I don't know where to look or what to do, but I have to figure this out somehow. There must be a better way. And so that led me into a super deep personal development journey, right? First, it was Google because I had no other resources and then eventually workshops and all and seminars and then coaches and therapists and all these different things to really heal myself on a deep level, heal myself not just so that I could get feel well enough and physically good enough to get back to work, but really take a deep look, deep and uncomfortable look, really, right, at what was driving me to live my life this way, what I could do to heal it, and to shift into a different way of living. And so that, honestly, was the beginning I feel like, of me really living my life, of me really being myself for the first time ever. And being aligned with who you really are. What you just described, first of all, is so powerful, such a powerful story. And certainly parts of your story resonate so deeply with me. And this is a big deal. You've become a doctor, you have a lot of responsibility, and you made a decision to step away from that and towards something else. 
And I can't imagine that was an easy decision. It was not easy or comfortable. I had spent over a decade of my life training to be a doctor, and this was the plan. And especially with my family and my cultural background and the expectations as well, that played a factor whether or not I acknowledged it or recognized it on a conscious level. And truthfully, I loved what I was doing already. I was a family doctor, and I still am technically, right? I was a family doctor taking care of multiple generations sometimes three or four generations of families mm -hmm. coming in. And I really love my patients. I did it because really, truly at the core of me, I love helping people. And at that time, the only way I knew how in terms of helping people when they needed the most was to be a doctor, <laughs> you know? And I loved what I did and I really helped a lot of people, especially serving in the Bronx, particularly underserved. And at the same time, that journey, really learning to look within to start to heal myself on deep levels, using processes, modalities, techniques, skills, all these things that I had never learned in my training as a clinical psychologist or as a physician even, things that are esoteric, less understood, but super powerful and life-changing. Honestly, I started to wake up. I started to wake up to who I was, started to care about, well, what do I want? Which is not something I really truthfully prioritized very highly ever before. Because honestly, I had muffled that voice so long ago that I couldn't even hear it over the other noise of what I'm expected to do, what I'm supposed to do, what I need to do based on what everybody else thought. And so for me, that voice, really who I truly am inside just started to get louder and louder. And all it was telling me was there's something else out there for you. And I really just felt on this, I can't even really explain it on this really deep level that there's something else out there for me where I can help even more people in an even more deeply transformed life-changing way than I could within the confines of how conventional medicine is being practiced. really believe each of us has a special gift within us and so often we don't even have the opportunity to share that gift or discover what that truly is because we are living by other people's standards. Say that because that was me. And I didn't dare do anything outside of that until that voice got so loud that I just, I couldn't not. And so I wonder... Can you dare to listen to yourself, follow your intuition, and what feels most aligned and most right for you? Can you be brave enough to do that and let go of other people's standards so that you can live your most alive and most passionate life, so that you can 
share your special, unique gift with the world. And the beautiful thing is, through that journey, I realized not only have I uncovered who I truly am and now feel the most alive that I've ever felt, the most passionate. Sometimes there's a misconception that the opposite of depression or being depleted is happiness and joy all the time. But really, I think the magic of life is feeling alive. Right. Doing something because you feel so alive and aligned and there's that energy about it that you can't even contain, right? You and, feel lit up from the inside. Oh my gosh, right? yes, yes. Yeah, there's a vibrancy to the le- to the living. You're not going through the motions anymore on autopilot. You are really feeling super connected to the, I always say like this divine source or your spiritual essence as being that mm-hmm. eternal part of you. And I think we spend so much time outside of that, that when you finally get inside in that internal journey and connect with it, it is invigorating. Mm. Oh my gosh. And the amazing part is there's so much more ease mm. and so much more peace as a result because I am more aligned. And I didn't realize, I, d- I do a lot of trainings and help a lot of people and do workshops around stress. And to me, one of the definitions I would, one of the ways in which I would define stress to me, it's a symptom of not being fully aligned in some way. And that causes that distress in our lives. Dis-ease, right? Where you yes. feel so uncomfortable. You know, I always say, for me, it's the difference between sort of the first half of my life where everything felt hard, but I was up for it. I was, in, I was for it. I was going to achieve all these things, but I felt like I was pushing a boulder up the hill. And I became incredibly good at pushing boulders up the hill, right? Yes. And you could hold the boulder on the corner like, I'm exhausted, but I am good at boulder pushing to where when you actually connect in a line on the inside, you're like, oh, wait a minute. There's no more boulder. I am in a state of flow. Life is easier and I'm doing more and I'm more productive then in that place where I was moving those giant boulders. It's, oh my God. Yes. Right? That's that's what I want. I want it that's a secret almost that I want everybody to know, right? Because especially the people that are the most smart and most successful, often we learn to push and grind, and that's how we achieve our success. And it makes sense because it does get us to a certain level of success. And the secret that I've discovered is that in doing this inner work and really getting clear on who you are and aligning with the essence within yourself, aligning with what feels right to you, living your life for you based on your standards and then going for it when it's aligned in that way, you achieve so much more with so much more ease and it feels amazing. And it's just, there's the possibilities literally become limitless. And I just, Wish that everybody knew that secret. I want to thank Lisa for coming on the show and sharing her moving story. We'll continue our conversation in the next episode and get into more detail on the fascinating work she's doing to heal the world 
of chronic stress, depression, and burnout. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a moment to rate and review. If you have recommendations for future topics, please reach out to me at michellereosofficial.com. Lastly, please consider supporting this podcast by sharing it. Together we can reach, inspire, and positively impact more people. Thank you.